Thanks to Raycon Wireless Earbuds for supporting the morning stream. Raycon Earbuds started about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market. For a limited time, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash morningstream. Coming up on TMS, hide the gender in grandpa's butthole. The rock can't smell what the rock is cooking. I don't like Keeve. Fussy little bitch butt. <laughs> You lost me at Spit Trail. Digging Beats by Dre. The TMS News Team. We asked for more news, but they didn't give us any more news. Solve social media. Don't burn the world down. The Urbans with Keith and Carl. Batman, gorgeous but sad. I just want the cake. It's warm today. The temperature is melting degrees. Let's all fluff our neck beards. Every culture has a potato dumpling. The State of Things with Justin and more. On this episode of The Morning Stream. Wow, Harry. You're a real genius. How do you come up with these brilliant ideas? You're such an optimistic guy. There's an L shape on the sofa. Whoa. <laughs> it's Harley and me and you in the tree. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Star Trek Day. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's national, international Star Trek Day. This was nineteen sixty six. The first episode of TS TOS premiered. Yeah, so I decided to play a clip from Voyager. Uh, not a, not not everyone's <laughs> well, you favorite. Could have thing. at least played. Uh, uh, clap my hands and jump for joy. I got a clean bill of health from Doctor McCoy. Yeah, I should have done that. That's like the best thing we have, isn't it, for Star Trek? Yeah. Hold on. Or sabotage. McCoy. Do I have this handy? I just would like to play it. Okay, here we go. Is this the one? Presenting McDonald's Star Trek. Nope, that's McDonald's nope. and Star Trek. It's so a different thing. Can't find it. Uh, all right. Well, oh, here it is. Pointed-eared hop goblin. No, that's that's from the original series. <laughs> that is McCoy. Yeah, I have a few McCoy lines, but that's I don't I don't know where it is. It's in here somewhere. Anyway, happy Star Trek Day, everybody, and welcome back to the morning stream. It is September eighth, twenty twenty. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy right there is Brian Ibbett. Brian, hi. Hello. Happy day after Labor Day. Feels like a Monday. Really a Tuesday in disguise. Did you celebrate labor or labor in any way? Did you do any laboring yourself? I labored over uh, some games of Marvel Duel on uh, the stream yesterday morning mm -hmm. and then labored over some freelance and then labored over a couple of uh, movies that I'll talk about on Recommendals tomorrow. Oh, very nice. I labored yes. over... Uh, not much at all. No, that's not true. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of work done, but it was none of it was related to anything fun or or oh. any of that. Yeah, but it was good to catch up. You know, you have a Brian and I usually on most normal years we have like um you know a trip to Vegas here, a trip to Vegas there, another trip somewhere mm -hmm. else. We got a week off because of family reunions or whatever. Mm -hmm. And since we don't really do that anymore, we normally would like work a Labor Day on the show. Like we would have a show on Labor Day because. Why not? You know, we have the, all these. Well, other... we usually, for whatever reason, I was remembering that we do. We always do a show on Memorial Day. We don't always do a show on Labor Day. But maybe I've got it backwards. Maybe. Oh yeah, I don't know either. Now yeah. that you say it, uh, yeah, I don't know which one we celebrate more or why we would. It's probably but... more like we take the day off if we feel like taking the day off, or, kinda, or we kind of yeah. don't if we don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in this particular case, we both felt like it, so we took it off, and uh, instead we did a little sure. streaming in the morning for you guys. That was fun, mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I spent most of the day just trying to get caught up on stuff, get my emails squared away. I had like, 
I I had screwed up. Mm-hmm. I'd let my email go from Friday till yesterday, and it was oh, man outrageous. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. Whatever. What's the opposite of inbox zero? Inbox four million. Inbox uh, infinite. Infinity. Yeah. Infinity inbox. Infox. Infi- infox. Inbox infinity war is what I had with my inbox. <laughs> it was real bad. Uh, but I'm, yeah. but I caught up and I got everybody answered and and uh, feel pretty pretty good about it. Uh, nice. We had free comic book day, month, summer, year <laughs> signups on Saturday. So mm-hmm. a whole bunch of you uh, were able to grab this year's free comic book day prints for me and Carter. Those will be going out free of charge, no strings attached, shortly. In fact, I'm signing them either tonight or tomorrow. I think they get here. So uh, thousands and thousands of you getting free comic book prints of my Red Hulk and Carter's uh, Harley Quinn. Nice. Uh, so that was fun. And if you're asking, hey, is it too late? I missed it. It's too late. You missed it. <laughs> then the answer is a resounding yeah. Yeah. yeah Unfortunately, is, yeah, yes. Is. We only do it. We keep them up. It's a 24 <laughs> hours. It's a nice long chunk of time. And, and we just blast it all over the socials and the whatnots and any shows I can mention it on. Sadly, because it was a Saturday, we uh, you know didn't get to do that. But that's true every year. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, if you got in on that, great. We look forward to sending yeah. those over to you. And then, yes, uh, in future, people are always ask, well, is, will there be a future like pack that includes all the previous ones? Yes, we do do those occasionally. Uh, but right now, the, we're focused on these free ones. So, <laughs> Yes, uh, but don't count on it. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> that breath you're holding, let it out. Yeah, let it, let it out. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we come to you today uh, with we- uh, kind of a strange uh, weirdness out there. Brian's uh, currently living in 33 degree. That's Fahrenheit weather. Uh, that's yeah. like zero Celsius, by the way. Uh, <laughs> whereas the day before you were at, what, 78? Uh, uh, no, 90s, low 90s. Low 90s. Yesterday, like 24 hours ago, it was, well, maybe not 24 hours ago, but 24 hours or uh, less than 24 hours ago, around lunchtime, noon yesterday, it was in the 90s. Yeah. And then we just watched everything slowly drop down. And um, it's really weird. Yeah. Yet, uh, so snow in the forecast it won't stick because the ground's too warm but we're you know it's currently raining ground's totally totally wet as i look out the the uh, cover the weather center and um uh yet still uh mountains to the west of us covered in fire oh my gosh that's such a weird concept right it really is yeah and fire on one side it's like a fantasy realm or something that's just so weird something like that i went to um a friend's house uh it was we call it a dinner party although it was just them the you know the couple that we were visiting the couple of us and uh chris brown not the chris brown but a chris brown oh i like and, how you uh, preempted that so that i wouldn't bring up my usual joke i like, that. Uh-huh. I like it. <laughs> it's well done i'm impressed with that that's good my, my pleasure yes yeah. yeah just just uh being efficient scott is all, <laughs> all right look the, show, the, sake of, uh, the show's pushing 10 years if we're not efficient by now what what even are we so i exactly. appreciate it it's fine exactly but um, we went to uh, went to their house, and they're up in Longmont. They're not too far from um, the Cameron Peak Fire, which is the the big one that's close to Fort Collins. Yeah. And we're just sitting there. Uh, he built a little crow's nest that overlooks this lake right behind his house. I mean, it's gorgeous, and and the the colors of the sky beautiful. But then you're like, oh yeah, you know why they're that colors? Because there's all this uh, fire smoke in the air. That's that's. Um, uh, that's turning the sky red and pretty, but uh, sad. Oh, it's gorgeous, but sad. Yeah, yeah, but sad. Like, um, uh, like, uh, let me think. Who's gorgeous but sad? 
Uh, <laughs> Selma Blair. Okay. She always looked sad to me. Yeah. But she's she's gorgeous. She's but gorgeous, she, but always her eyes sad. her eyes look sad to me. Yeah. There's a sadness about her. The, the new Batman kid. Uh, what's his name? I can't think. Uh, Pattinson. Of yeah. Pattinson. You got a kind of well, a gorgeous but sad look. Gorgeous but sad. Face looks like a foot, and also uh, apparently has COVID. <laughs> Yeah, when I heard that news, by the way, they're like, "Hey, Batman got delayed again because uh, the, the the original headline was a crew member got COVID," and I right. went, "Oh, right. that's too bad." Some key, oh, no. some, some key grip, grip or yeah. Uh, yeah. some gaffer. grip guy, a gaffer, somebody who just like is an assistant running around making sure craft services is working or whatever, like something like that. And then later, it's like, "Oh, it's uh, the guy we're talking about is Robert Pattinson." Don't. Yeah, that's no good. You need him on set. Need him on set. He's kind of uh, kind of important to the Batman movie. It yeah. turns out, literally, uh, he Rock? is the Batman. He's the, the Batman. Rock and his family have. Uh, oh, I didn't hear this. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock they, Johnson. We've got the COVID. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh also, my gosh. And his family all have uh, COVID as well. Do you think you won't be able to taste all those eggs in the morning? That he usually eats like fifty eggs or whatever it is. You won't be able to taste them. <laughs> you won't be able to taste them. Right. No. Might as well. Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> raw eggs. I don't know what raw eggs taste like. Anyway, that's a good point. Maybe it's a good. Maybe we're a step up here. I don't know if he cooks them or not, but uh, I had no idea. That's no good. We don't want the rocks all sick. The rocks are cool. Yeah, we like the rocks. He's got little kids, and uh, love the rock. Love the rock. He married? Rock. No, he's got a, he's a girlfriend. They're not married, right? I, 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 I don't thought remember. he was married. I don't know who the rocks with. Hmm. I don't the know the rock. Uh, and and by the way, people, I'm not implying that Selma Blair, Selma Blair just has the way her eyes are, um, the way her eyes, you know, when you when you when you draw a lot, you kind of notice the way people's eyes sit. Like some people have oval eyes that kind of point up on the sides, other mm-hmm. ones kind of hang down. Hers kind of hang down. She's always got kind of a sad look. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I know she's got MS, and I'm not saying that she's sad because she's got MS. No, no, she, no, no. She, she I knew what a, you meant. Yeah. Yes, she's awesome. Is, she's she's tu- she's tough as nails, by the way. That chick, she's, she is absolutely she's super impressive. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, she part of her thing is looking that way, and it was perfect exactly. for like Hellboy because you needed that fire chick. I forgot her name in the car in the comic. Fire but, chick, fire, fire chick. chick. You yeah, need her chick. to be, you know, kind of this mix of hard, sad life and heroic deed, and she was. I think perfectly cast in that movie. She was really good. Listen, and she she open mouth uh, spit trail kissed Sarah Michelle Gellar in that Cruel Intentions movie. And oh my lord, <laughs> I was you don't a... remember that whole big thing? No, I, that is news to me. I don't see anything <laughs> about the Rock having the having the COVID. I'm a little surprised. Seriously, there's tons of stories oh, about him. In, there's a bunch of stories about him giving giving sneakers or something to firefighters for all the work they're doing. But nothing. Five days ago, Dwayne The Rock Johnson reveals family tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh man! Here, I'll give you. I'll give you a, a link to the article from the uh, Family New York Times. <laughs> Fake news, then. If they're, you know what? If they're smart, they're buying that domain. By the way, the New York Times is. is they better be buying the Failing New York Times. Oh, the. Fa- I wonder if that's. Let's look. The fail. Let's just do failing. <laughs> All of a sudden, people like like five links in the uh, chat room for uh, The Rock with COVID. Oh, there is. Oh my gosh, they own it. Do if, they? If do you they type really? in, if you type in failingnewyorktimes.com, it forwards to the New York Times. Awesome. Okay. Well, well done. Well done, guys. That was they, smart. Uh, that was smart. That was very smart. Uh. Okay. I guess. Oh yeah. Sure enough. 
Oh, that sucks for the rock. It does. Oh yeah, mm. there we go. Pops in her clan. Put the uh, the link to the the cruel intentions video. Oh, ew! I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you lost me at spit trail. That's where you got me. Was spit right, because they pull like after the kiss, they pull back, and there's like a little spit trail. Ah, jeez. Oh, I don't want to have that in my life. What gross got out the most? Yeah, what gross got out today? Spit trail, 100%. I promise you that's one. <laughs> anyway, so while you're having uh, weird snow in the mountains, fire in the mountains at the same time, and low temperatures, we're having lowish temperatures. We're down to 55 today, just on this side of the mountain. Uh, lots of fires. Tons of smoke from California, continually. Just pumping over the freaking plains right at, or the desert right at us. So we're eating all this smoke from California. Yesterday was terrible air quality. And then today we had 97 mile per hour. Per hour? Per hour. Per hour. Per hour. Per hour winds that blew down like trees and knocked over cars and trucks and stuff. And they had to close Jeez. part of the highway and there was power outages and all this stuff. 97 miles per hour. That's a wow. lot. Wow. That what, is a lot. That is a lot. I don't know what that is in kilometers for all you Space Points users, but uh, it's something high. <laughs> go look it up. All right, let's go to Bill Duran in our traffic room. Hey, Bill, uh, how's it looking out there? <laughs> Bill Duran in our traffic room. He's traffic perfect room. for traffic. He's our traffic guy. <laughs> oh, well, guys, it's... uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we need to cast everybody. Hold on a second. Okay, all right. All I'm right. The TMS, Tom, I'm the TMS news team. Yep, right? I'm putting We've, Tom uh, on sports. Tom is totally on sports. Tom okay. on sports, sure. Yeah. Jury on politics. I mean, you know, your political commentator jury, is that too obvious? Too uh, obvious? He would be good for because yeah, you would have a guy you'd have a go to guy on your on your uh, staff who would be like at all the events and reporting live yeah. from the the vote counting and all that stuff. I think he's your right. guy. I mean you could expand that right, you could expand that to social commentaries or uh, what do they have it? Uh, the local news team has the um, used to be the troubleshooter, but uh, he's they've kind of evolved that role into right the the guy know. that would go out and go well so for us this local dude this get get park guy that I always talk about that's him mm -hmm. he's the oh, one yeah. that's like ah let's expose the lie that is this thing and you mean Gebhardt the guy who uh, who produced but not hosted the other <laughs> morning stream yeah. Yeah, yeah, that huge hit they had, that giant the hit. Huge hit, yes. Uh, okay, then when it was Nicole, she is. Uh, 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 let's see, we gotta give her uh, special Nicole special is, features. Uh, she has special features like uh, special features. There you go. Like what sure. do you what do you have? Like uh, um, oh, the the fair's open. Let's go see what right, they're doing at the right, fair this year. Right, local local events kind of thing. Yep. Right. Uh, Brian and I are anchors. Right. Uh, Steven Schleicher. Um. Can we give him weather? He's our weekend guy. <laughs> we, give, can, we can give him weather. I want to give him weather for some reason, and I don't know why. Actually, <laughs> I take it back. I want Daryl for weather because I want him to just go, I don't know. Thanks like a some... lot, Nor'easter. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll just be kind of like, if you Google it, you'll see there's some. Just, he'd be just all like super the angriest, low. The angriest uh, weather guy ever. Yeah. Dunaway I want on camera, so he'll not be on camera, but he'll be a guy behind the scenes who's always mm -hmm. making us laugh. Mm -hmm. And then who else is there? Um, who have we forgotten? Wendy. Oh, Wendy. What does Wendy do? Wendy, it feels like Wendy is head office making sure everybody's not screwing around too much or there something. There we go. I love it. Okay. That's the it. What's our producer. new, what are we called? You know, they have high, the eyewitness TMS news team. Uh, do, 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 that's do, not do, bad. Do, do. That'll work. Yeah. We have eyewitness news here locally. Oh, uh, eyewitness news, sure. But what would we be? We'd be, uh, it has to be something cool, like, uh, 
Right. Uh, Your e witness news. (laughs) (laughs) Every story would be about how we don't like bees. KTMS. That's seven bad. mile an hour winds coming through. They don't like trees. trees. Yeah, so everything let's go that to the runs. weather. And uh... <laughs> there's a local. Uh, there's a, we have a, ba- a baseball minor league baseball team called the Bees. So we could do a lot of. Oh, there you go. That would be the sports team, right? Yeah. It's like ah, <laughs> uh, the Montana Hickory Sticks sure don't like bees or something like Perfect. that. Perfect. Perfect. Exactly. No offense to Montana and whatever your minor league baseball teams are. I have no idea. <laughs> uh hey uh this is episode 1985 i just wanted to point that out because that's cool it's uh my first it's i have a list of favorite years it's the first on my list of favorite years in in my life uh i love it, it is a great year yeah i mean like you had bruce springsteen uh madonna this was way before nirvana mm-hmm. there was u2 and blondie uh-huh yeah. i think there was still music on mtv yeah it's almost like you're reading lyrics from a song that <laughs> not quite but just you know almost i feel it uh, yeah, it was a great year, and uh, Back to the Future One came out. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, what else happened in '85? '85 was just badass. It was a great yeah. time in my was- life. I had a the most friends I ever had that were just we were just having a blast. My dad still owned arcades, so it was all video game time all the time. It was just great. So '85, pour one out to '85, everybody. Tomorrow pour will be one out. Pour out a Crystal Pepsi for 1985. Yeah, there you go. It was a great time for me. Uh, all right. And by the way, it always happens on the fives. I loved 95. Hmm. I loved 2015. Let's, we don't need to say why. I love 2000. Uh, oh, okay. Nick, so not just the, not just ending on the fives, but the, the tens as well. Yeah, I think the tens are pretty good, although f- the fives are better than the tens, but only slightly. But the tens are okay. 2010 was good. <laughs> but, the, but the 15. You have really thought about this more oh, than I totally uh, have. Totally have. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm. Why I'm why I've gone so deep. I had this, Rocky but. Four. I must break you. We had Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Yeah. Cocoon. Witness. The Goonies. Yeah. It was a good year for movies. '84 uh, was probably the Dan Aykroyd year. and his wife on uh, in Spies Like Us. Yeah. Just the year before that, you had uh, him and uh, the Ghostbusters there. Mm-hmm. I mean, '84 is is arguably the better movie year, but I don't know. '85 just rings uh, rings lots of bells Breakfast for me. Club. Roosters. Yeah. Millions. Yeah. Breakfast Club was a turning I mean, point on. for me. That was a big deal. For sure, yeah. Yeah, it's a big Who deal. Who could forget Clue? Who? Clue? Yeah. I mean, Who? I can't because I can, Clue's not great. Who? It's not great. Who? Who? Who could forget Clue? That's an old clip. Do I have that? Hold on. <gasps> Hold on. Uh-huh. We're going to find it. Is it just called Who? Who? <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this one? <laughs> DMS, 18 minutes of show, an hour and a half of looking for clips. Yep. <laughs> I can't find it. It's somewhere buried deep in the recesses of my, my collection. We'll have to find it someday. Anyway. I mean, there was the Mad Max in 1985. Yes, there was. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the uh, the follow-up, the Road Warrior, the second best That's film right. in the series, in my That's opinion. Right. But it's far, far below that oh, of 2015. It was, it, was, it was Thunderdome. It was Thunderdome. Was Thunderdome that year? Thunderdome was this year. It was 85, yeah. Mm-hmm. When was... It would have been like 82 or 3 for... Uh, for Mad Max. I mean, for Road Warrior. Yeah. Yes. Because 80, yes. it was 79 or 80 for the first one. I guess yes. you're right, man. Yes. So never so mind. 1981 Thund- for uh, Road Warrior. Thunderdome had two things going for it. And they were 
two different individuals. One was a giant guy and one was a little tiny guy. <laughs> Collectively known as Master Blaster. That was it. And they ran Barter Town. I, and that was you know, it. I loved the idea of uh, of Thunderdome and the big wheel and the, the host with the hunchback going, ah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. I can just, I'm telling you right now, if he made it again, it would be a masterpiece. But I just think by the time he made that, it was there were weird b- f- things at play. You don't have Tina Turner singing your theme song. What are you even doing? It's right. fine that she's in it, but don't we don't need another hero over the credits? What is that? <laughs> that was bad, bad. And people will be watching it now and saying, "Oh, that's that's Burning Man, right?" I mean, this is just Burning Man. It's basically really Burning Man. It's just Burning Man. It's just Burning Man. Yeah, it's a so, Burning Man documentary. So, kids. so he All had to make he had to make Fury Road in the shadow of. Burning Man and other things that were inspired by his work and supersede right. all of it and make a masterpiece. And damn it, he did right. it. 2015. He did it. Hell of a thing. Don't Sorry, worry. Sorry, folks. I tried to circumvent <clears throat> us talking about Mad Max. I tried to. Well, I just I beat, tried to release the pressure valve somewhere else. <laughs> I finally beat that, uh, the game of this, uh, the Mad Max game from 2015 that came out then. Mm-hmm. I finally mm-hmm. beat it la- uh, yesterday, in fact, and uh, got the story all done. It was great. Can't recommend cool. that enough. Go play it. It's cheap. It's like five bucks on Steam. Ridiculous. Great game. All right. Uh, We got a quick email from Rebecca. Sure. Um, She So coming to the table about whether being called an Okie is offensive for Oklahomans or not. Right. Uh, Because we've never really gotten an answer on this. And she says this. Hi, Scott and Brian. A couple of weeks ago, uh, my husband, Dreadnecks. Oh, hey. Dreadnecks. We know him. He's in the chat now, isn't he? He probably is. Thought yeah. I saw him. Maybe. There he is right there. Yep. <laughs> he just said, oh, my God, my wife wrote into the show. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> this is great that, that he doesn't even know about this. Yeah, this is awesome. All right. So she called him or talked about how you called him for Battle Royale. And we asked him if the term Okie was offensive to people from Oklahoma. His response uh, that it wasn't left me shaking my head. I'll cut uh, him some slack because, unlike me, he was born in Texas. Oh, <laughs> I can already see where the problem is here. Okay. I always taught. I was always taught by my parents, uh, also born and raised in Oklahoma, that it was a negative term used to describe people who left Oklahoma during the Dust Bowl, i.e., the characters in Grapes of Wrath, and then came back when life was easier. So they bailed when things got hard, came back when things settled down. My parents would not want to be called Okies, and instilled in me a negative response to the term as well. That being said, the term has definitely changed in the modern zeitgeist of Oklahoma, and it is now used by many with pride. The song Okie from Muskokie, rather, uh, Elizabeth Warren, etc. I'm uh, I'm just glad, uh, sorry, I'm just glad you didn't ask what it was like to live without electricity and ride horses everywhere. Actual actual serious questions I've received from other Americans. Thank you both for the Frog Pants community for everything you do. You give my husband so much needed levity while he works full time from home and bears the brunt of our five-year-old daughter doing virtual kindergarten. Sincerely. Mm Rebecca, P.S. I guess you could say that I don't like the term Okie. Okie. Nicely done. Nicely played, Rebecca. Dreadnecks, your wife sounds awesome. She's, totally. She seems great and also doesn't have any problem disagreeing with you mm-hmm. uh, and letting us know about it. And that's rad. And she can and she can definitely see why you like it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that her again? Is that her? No, it's definitely okay. not. But it would be great if it was. Oh, it'd be amazing. It'd be better if it was. <laughs> it would be better be better if you did (laughs) all right uh we've gotten to this far so we may as well do this now 
Time for the news brought to you by Fred and Can. It's just been updated yesterday, in fact, and the only proof you need is to check out fredandcan.com right now and see for yourself. Yep, it's all up to you. You have the power to go see what Fred and Can are up to. Basically, Fred has a, well, he sleepwalks. He has a dream. Yeah, yeah, he has a bit of a dream. And uh, I don't know, if I was Can, I'd be a little sick of it. If you'd like to know more about this guy and his sad, lonely life living with a can of sentient cream corn expired by the way uh go read it fredncan.com all right this big fire they're having or one of the big fires they're having in california uh has now been officially blamed on a gender reveal party oh. these need to these need to stop happening like they need uh, to stop <laughs> happening or they just you know quit trying to outdo the last gender reveal party you saw online right just, or quit ha- just people- quit using pyrotechnics just straight up do right. something else Anything. Have people over, make a cake, have have somebody uh, who knows, make a cake, you cut into it, oh, blue inside. But doing this for likes and retweets and, and that sort of thing just needs to end. I hate it so much because look at all this destruction. It's so dumb. And also, I, I just know, think I if this is all in the middle of a horrible thing like this, why or with all these fires... All right. the dryness, yeah. all the non-rain, all the stuff California's going through. It's not like you're it's not like you don't know if you live there. Like, stop for a second and go, huh. Maybe this shouldn't have like inflam uh, you know, flammable stuff as part of this. Maybe we could just do like Brian said, hey, how about one of those balloons you pop it and a bunch of blue powder sure. comes out? Sure. Just have have people over. Guess who cares about uh, your gender reveal? Only the people close to you. Yeah. And even the, even some of them don't really care like you think they do. Just no. have them over. They, they really just want the cake. They're not saying We just want going, the cake. I want to know what the genitalia of this child is. Could you do it in the most extravagant <laughs> way possible? And, that's true. and it is a sex reveal party not a gender reveal party because uh well they uh, call them that so i don't know no i know but i mean it's a you know we got to be it's a just because the sex is this does not mean that the gender that they're going to identify with is is going to be the same thing gender is a is a human construct we've made that up that's right exactly uh. <laughs> and you know while we're at it let's stop with the stupid prom proposal videos and uh you know when we were kids we asked a girl the prom and we didn't make a whole big thing out of it and you know speaking of proposals we don't need to have the big old marriage proposal uh uh virtual the viral yeah. videos either yeah right? take them Just somewhere to quiet to marry you yeah and, D- don't you don't have to upload it to instagram as soon as you're done <laughs> have a have a nice little quiet thing that's just you do that I don't exactly. think this is old man talk. I think this is just like, hey, let's reset a little bit. Who are you actually doing this for? You know, like, are you trying to make a bigger deal with the people who follow you? Or are you trying to make uh, the, a lifetime together? So just do mm-hmm. what Brian said. And also with the baby thing, uh, just find out what the baby is. Do it early. I mean, who's the surprised one? The people coming or your husband or who are you supposed to keep the well, secret Well, they're supposed to be surprised, right? Because they don't know what the gender is. So they have the cake made or have the... The, the shotgun shell filled with a certain color or the watermelon uh, insides dyed a certain color and then they discovered at the same time. Okay. Which is great. Do that, but don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Nobody else cares, no. really. No. Nobody does. Not really. It doesn't matter five minutes later. This, uh, speaking of proms, by the way, when you and yeah. I were young, what you did is you asked a girl to prom mm-hmm. and sometimes you got a little goofy with how you asked, you know, like... Sure. Right. One time, a friend of mine asked a girl with a with a a toilet he bought at a at a hardware store, and he filled it with Hershey's Kisses. <laughs> and she had to dig down to the bottom of the toilet. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. And it was it was warm, so the Hershey's Kisses were all melty. 
like out of wrappers i'm talking about they they, sure, they plug sure. the bottom yeah. of this thing and then really just it. like okay like uh, loose loose uh unwrapped oh man, yeah it was nice. gross it was really wow. gross but she did wow. it she dug down there found the note and then agreed to go with Ugh. him which is i was sure she and, was gonna say no but. and um totally uh nurse liz g uh, you know women deserve big proposals if they like big deal proposals they absolutely deserve them they just don't need to be turned into viral videos with the hopes of likes yeah or a bunch of parties with people like just do do whatever you two want to do right and you don't need to the world on facebook doesn't need to know right now if somebody there because you have them because they're close they took a couple of pictures and these of course them, that's yeah. fine actually you know what do it everybody do what you want to do just don't burn shit just down doing it. Just don't set the world on fire in the process. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> be as goofy as you want to be. You know, hide the hide the gender inside. You know, the, uh, grandpa's butthole, and, and you have to wait till he farts it out, and then oh, look what the gender is. Do as weird as you want to be. As weird as you want to be. Just, you know what it is. Seriously, if we because uh, social media itself is not the problem. It's likes. If social media, if like, as <laughs> like, if Facebook and Twitter got rid of the like feature. Mm. I think we'd see a lot less of this because people wouldn't be competing to have the most likes. Interesting. It's possible, I suppose. But do keep the social media because it's a nice way to keep track of everybody and, and, uh, and you know, find out how mom's doing without having to call her. But, but let's get rid of the likes. And uh, Well, here's the thing. I think that stuff, I actually agree with you, but mm -hmm. that's going to go on whether we like it or not. And so whatever. There it is. What they really should stop doing mm -hmm. is burning down things <laughs> sure i mean you will get right to the actual <laughs> problem but i'm looking at the stem scott i'm right. looking before we even get to the flower and the end of the stem i'm saying how do we stop that or the and, seed is what i'm saying how do we stop the and seed? exactly stop and stop trying to outdo each other is the other thing because that's exactly. that's the escalation part and this oh, is why nuts. i'm annoyed like well, okay so back to the prom thing when you and i would go to prom mm -hmm. we would take the girl to prom that meant dance right. and dinner and oh this is a great time thanks everybody see you later it was great mm -hmm. Today, all through my kids growing up, in all of them in high school, you had to have a big elaborate day date planned. Also, that had that was expected. Really? I don't know if it's just Utah, if it's regional, what it is, but for sure where I live, every kid had to have a gigantic Saturday day date planned. That meant like miniature golf or more stuff, more more money, more stuff, more more pain in the butt, more everything, and they had to have it all planned out and done. And I'm like, well, what's next? You're going to have to have a weekend of days where you all have to do things. Right, exactly. Everybody, it, it, it's, the, uh, it's the power of uh, social media likes is that you have to outdo the last person to see if you can get more likes. There you go. And, uh, it's one big competition, just, yeah, baby. Just get, rid of the, just get rid of the whole thing. Just throw it all away. Exactly. What I'm saying is mainly, though, like these people, don't burn stuff down. Well, um, don't burn stuff down, right? Seems, in the in the meantime, while we figure out how to solve the <laughs> the uh, underlying problem, yeah, eh, just quit burning shit down. Exactly. Uh, let's see, last month, Death Valley National Park in California reported a temperature of 130 Fahrenheit. That's 54.4 Celsius for those keeping track. Could be the highest temperature uh, ever reliably recorded on planet Earth. Right, because other measuring devices melt. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like none of the I traditional think, stuff i think we're gonna hit our record boom ah yeah. oh. oh, shoot bring in something with titanium should, we'll try that should have planned ahead yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just horrendous holy crap that's yeah, hot um insane. anyway nas largest national blaze known as the creek fires burned more than 73 acres and authorities said none of it had been contained 
Um, let's see. Helicopters rescued more than 200 people trapped after the wildfire cut off the popular Mammoth Pool Reservoir. Man, this is bad. Uh, so that whole thing with those people getting stranded, all now we're well over like 90,000 acres or something. All of that, wow. totally passable had we not worried about blowing stuff up for a stupid we, generator. We hit 90,000 acres with the Cameron Peak fire too. That's the one that's really close to like Rocky Mountain National Park and Fort Collins and Estes Park and all the, you know, the good places, fun places to go. and The good places. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. We have a number as well in our state. I don't think any of them are threatening any metropolitan areas right now. But most years, some years, I mean, back in 2012, remember that nerdtacular? Jeez Louise, all that smoke in the air. And we had fires that almost got me evacuated the night before nerdtacular. I'm in bed at 3 a.m. Right. going, we're going to oh, get evacuated this. and I might have a thing tomorrow. Eagle Mountain, right, exactly. <laughs> Noah's. Yeah, right? and the fire yeah. was right behind the, where I lived in Eagle Mountain, right behind the hills. Oh, you could see geez. it, this big ridge of fire coming our direction. And seriously, at 3 a.m., we're like, we're getting evacuated. I've got a weekend's worth of freaking frog pants bullshit we have to do. This was I was so stressed out over that. And then... About I don't know three thirty-five or three between three thirty and four thirty a.m. They they said no, looks like it's reversing. It's going this way. You guys should be good. I was like, yeah, wow. Feels like yesterday. All right. (laughs) Right. Here's a fun story. Speaking of the of the Roni. Okay. uh, A church leader who claimed uh, coronavirus as God's punishment for same-sex marriage tested positive for the coronavirus. He didn't say who it punishes, I suppose, but anyway. Right, yes, it's punishing him too, and uh, whoops. Yep, he's 91 years old. If you see a photo of him, he looks like that dude in that Seinfeld episode that was, uh, what are, oh, George, You're why, do you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to join this whatever thing, that guy? Right, right. I assume that's the, probably the sect, I don't know, but anyway. Uh, Ukrainian religious leader claimed coronavirus was God's divine punishment for same-sex marriage, has shockingly contracted the disease himself. Patriarch Filaret, age 91, uh, is the head of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church of Kiev. Uh, one or K- is that this no? Not- yeah, very, it's Kiev. They changed the. Um, when did they change the spelling on it? The spelling. I mean, that's the accurate spelling. Why are we doing it wrong so long? That's weird. I don't know. Because it was always K E V I or no K I E V K Y E V. I think was the. I don't know. Or K I E V. Yeah, K-I-E-V, that's what it was. E-V, yeah. yeah. Now it's K-Y-I-V, that's cool. That oh, and it's now pronounced Kiev. All right, right. Kiev, let's do it right then. Ukrainian Orthodox Church of Kiev. Uh, one of the country's largest congregations. He was hospitalized last week after testing positive for coronavirus and has also, as a result, developed pneumonia, kind of common with uh, people in his age range. His diagnosis was confirmed in a statement posted to Facebook on Friday. We, uh, uh, we inform the, or, sorry, we informed that during planned testing, his Holiness Patriarch Filaret of Kiev and all Rus Ukraine tested positive for COVID nineteen. That means he's in, he's the Patriarch of all Rus Ukraine, not all of Ukra- uh, Russian R- Ukraine has COVID nineteen. Just for clarity, <laughs> right? Let's clarify. Let's clarify that. Uh, now right. the bishop is undergoing treatment in a hospital. Diagnosis may have come as a surprise to His Holiness, given that he previously cast blame for the virus on the LGBT plus people and same-sex marriage in particular. The virus spread across Europe in March. Filaret told Ukrainian national television channel 4 that the pandemic was God's punishment for the sins of men, the sinfulness of humanity. First of all, I mean same-sex marriage, he says. Oh, 
Well, you say stuff like that, and then a virus who doesn't give a shit where you think it came from decides to... Oh, really? Here, let me show you. Let me show you how easy it is to get this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It don't don't care what your theory is about whether you think it's a divine uh, punishment or anything else. That's right. By the way, people are pointing out that uh, now Chicken Kiev, we have to pronounce it Chicken Kiev. Chicken Kiev? Chicken Kiev. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> How's the chicken Kiev tonight? Yeah. Oh, it's How's the Kiev? <laughs> All right, if I ever go anywhere, right? The French fries. I've never <laughs> If I ever go anywhere that has chicken Kiev, which I don't think I've ever actually had, I'm going to say Kiev and we're going to see yeah. how it goes. I'm going to make a point of it. I wonder where the closest place is to me that I can actually get chicken Kiev. Yeah, can you search for anything like that? Chicken Chicken Kiev near me is what you would say in, uh, <laughs> in let's, Google. Let's see. Can I get some DoorDash to me during the show today? Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. Red Square Eurobistro had it. Okay. But they're temporarily closed. They're in uh, Larimer Square down in, in downtown Denver, and they're fantastic. Oh, we have a place. Oh, they're also closed. Yeah, all the all the Chicken Kiev places are closed right now. That sucks. I don't like chicken Kiev. <laughs> 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 Nicely done. Oh, pierogi's factory has it. Okay, that's actually pretty close to me. What's a pierogi? I don't know what that a is. Pierogi's like a it's like a potato dumpling, I believe. I I'm, I'm gonna get uh I'm gonna get clarification in the chat room, but I believe it's like a potato based dumpling from Oh like Indian Eastern Indian Europe. food uh, also has a f- similar thing, right? Like a potato dumpling. Every every Food. Every uh, culture has a thing that's like a potato. A potato dumpling has a dumpling of some sort. Interesting. <laughs> they just call it different things, whether they're uh, gumplies or, um, and that's really a thing. Chat room saying uh, it's a Ukrainian of origin. So right along with what we're talking we about go. here. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, we've learned something. Now we learn this. The jelly. potato dumpling stuffed with kraut or mashed potatoes. Sounds good. Great. So it's a potato dumpling stuffed with potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Why not double up, I say. Just double up. Give so, me how much starch can I get? All of it? Okay, I'll take that then. Thank you. Some places just have a lot of potatoes, so put them in <laughs> each right. other. Oh boy, that Kiev. Yeah. Oh, Kiev. Mm. Kiev. Uh jelly belly. Known as, uh, Kiev Urban. Kiev Urban. Oh, Kiev Urban. <laughs> He's getting the boys too. I'm sorry, the bees too. Or how do you spell it? Now? I guess that would be downtown Kiev is Kiev Urban. Then you got Kiev Rural. <laughs> I was thinking of Carl Urban, but that's fine. Well, I was thinking Keith Urban. Come on now. Keith Urban's the he's the mu- country, he's singer. country singer. That's married to uh, to Carl Nicole. Urban. <laughs> married to Carl Urban. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this next thing. <laughs> it's one of the reasons this guy's mad at uh, or thinks the virus is from the gay marriage. Anyway, Jelly Belly <laughs> founder, uh, dude, what's named uh, David Klein, he made the Jelly Bellies. You know, the little uh, flavory Jelly Belly little things jelly that beans. taste like yeah. real things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the founder of Jelly Belly is hosting a series of cash prize treasure hunts around the country before his, atti- his retirement. He's getting ready to retire. Anyone that participates will then be eligible to search for the ultimate treasure, which is a key to one of his candy factories. This is straight up Willy Wonka business. I know. You get a Jelly Belly candy factory if you find it. 
I love this idea. Yeah, I would do this. According They're to a news release, st- okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I'm, I'm jumping the gun. According to a news release, David Klein and his partner have started going across the USA, hiding gold-style tickets in the form of a necklace in places they come across with an interesting story. Uh, quote: The biggest and best part of the treasure hunts is that anyone who joins at least one treasure hunt will be eligible to search for the ultimate treasure, which will be the key to one of his candy factories and an all-expenses-paid trip and education to K- uh, Candy Making University. Is that a real thing? Sure. Okay. Well, you think people are just born knowing how to make candy, Scott? They've got to attend university for this. A university of candy learning. All right. <laughs> uh, those who wish to get involved need to pay an entry fee of forty nine ninety nine. Uh, so about the cost of a mid-range AAA video game title to get access to their state's clue. <laughs> so every state has a clue. Colorado has a clue. We have a clue. Everybody has a clue. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So there are 50, 50 of these uh, golden tickets. Golden tickets. I'm going to call my dad and have him start uh, assembling uh, workers to search for me while I'm doing the show. Yeah, do it. It says here also that each treasure hunt in its own in itself is worth five grand. Only 1,000 people can participate in each treasure hunt, so it's, there are limitations. That oh, way. wow. But somebody's going to win a damn factory, dude. That's cool. That's pretty cool. I guess. I don't know. It seems a little weird, too, right? I want a golden ticket. I want a golden ticket. <laughs> oh, there it is right there. Gold, thegoldticket.com. Mm. The Georgia, South Carolina. Oh, these are, they're like staggered out. So um, you won't be able to buy the, so the Colorado one is coming soon. The Utah one probably is coming soon. Currently, you can get one if you, uh, actually, the first one to get re- uh, revealed will be the Georgia Riddle release date. Huh. Interesting. Kind of. It feels like something you would do. It seems like a Brian Ibbett thing to do. It does, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. It I says I might be into this. Yeah. I love I love scavenger hunt kind of stuff. Yeah. This would be your jam. Hmm. And just imagine if you won the kind of TMSs we could do from a candy factory. Right. Exactly. Oh, it looks like so they look like um, dog tags. What? The secret code on it. The the tickets. The or sorry. The, the actual gold ticket looks like a gold dog tag. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, you must have a Facebook account. Wow. Uh, whoever did this website, they didn't spend a lot of money on it. Uh, Jelly Belly. <laughs> uh, what's the uh, What's the URL again? Thegoldticket.com. Here, I'll put it in the uh, in our Discord. Ticket. I'm on the How to Play page because it's coming up. Trouble is saying it doesn't exist for me. I don't know why. You're typing in thegoldticket.com? Yeah, thegoldticket.com. Yeah, hmm. I'm just getting a, hmm, there's no finding that site. We can't connect to the server of thegoldticket.com. Who knows why? I don't know. It could be anything. FTP um, or not FTP. DNS. All treasure hunt players will be eligible to join in the ultimate treasure hunt where I give away one of my candy factories. So if you pay the 50 bucks, yeah. you can you can try and track down the gold ticket on the, you know, basically the dog tag in your state but you also have a chance whether you get that or not to join in the ultimate treasure hunt oh so you could win the five grand but technically you could win the five grand and the ultimate treasure hunt i mean it's you could just, right okay. yes all right that's cool wonder if that guy uh can even stand eating a jelly belly right now like oh i don't know if you're Give the a- inventor of the jelly belly do you even can you even do it can you even put one in your mouth again like i don't think you can. Yeah, i don't know 
I bet he's done. Love with the those. butter popcorn jelly bellies and the and the juicy pear. Best best two flavors. Right oh, they there. are good. And I used to love the recipes where they tell you what ones to put together for the best combos. And oh stuff. yeah, right, yeah. right. You like do a banana split by having like four different jelly bellies at yeah. once. Weirdly, yeah. I really like the popcorn ones, and I don't know why. That's what I'm saying, man. The buttered popcorn and the juicy pear, the two best two best flavors. Why do we like the popcorn? What is it about? That? I don't because it's because it's such an unexpected flavor from something like that. You're expecting it to taste like like <laughs> cherry or orange or whatever and it's like, "Oh, this is like it is like buttered popcorn. It's multi-layered uh, flavors to it." It's always seemed like black magic to me. Very very decisive. I wonder I wonder which one's more div- divisive. Um buttered popcorn or black licorice? Oh, it's got to be black Jelly licorice. Does. It's got to be. I don't know. Looking at the chat room, man, it is, it's almost like 50. We almost need a straw poll for this. Y'all are crazy. The popcorn's great. Popcorn's great, but if you don't like, I mean, people people either hate it or love it. Yeah. Don't eat the kind with, uh, don't eat their sugarless kind. It'll give you the. Oh, right. that's what happened. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, those, those, yeah, those, those, were, was, uh, those were bad. <laughs> Turns out. Bad. Uh, they're very bad well they're bad in quantity i eat too many of them all right uh we're gonna take a break when we come back we'll have some time with our good pal justin robert young and uh gonna find out what the current state of things are in his world of political politicking after that a few more things so stick around let's do a song though what do you got sure i've got something from uh, tallahassee florida a guy named jason lancaster who used to be in a couple bands mayday parade as well as go radio he's releasing his first, uh, no, I'm sorry, his second uh, solo project. It's called Say I'm What You Want, and it comes out in December of this year. But as always, you get to hear something here first, hopefully. Uh, this is the first single from the new EP called Good Things Only Happen If You're Good. Oh, so true. Also features uh, Jake Bundrick of Mayday Parade as well. This is first new solo music in six years. Here is Jason Lancaster and Good Things Only Happen If You're Good. I love you like you didn't know it 
time And this town It's got a lot to talk about So take your time We've got forever if we want Hey you guys, talking again about Raycon earbuds. They are fan freaking tastic. Tastic. Can't say the word fantastic. You know why? Because I got earbuds in my head that make everything sound amazing except my own voice. That's not true. It makes my voice even sound better. You can listen to podcasts with these. But man, it's where music really happens. Anyway, I've been listening to a lot of five finger death punch for some reason. Don't know why. Don't know what my deal is. But uh, between that and audio podcasts and other stuff, the best way to listen is with a pair of premium wireless earbuds from Raycon. And you can get those for half the price of the other guys. I recommend them highly. I actually really, really like these. They've been amazing. They're sitting right here. Hear that? There's the case. They're charging currently because I used them this morning. And we've teamed up with Raycon so they can give you a big deal. This is amazing. 15% off your first order at buyraycon.com slash morningstream. And they're really great. Unlike some of your other options out there, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. No dangling wires, no stems hanging off the edges. None of that stuff. Won't interrupt your video calls or distract anybody. The company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities include Snoop Dogg, Brandy, Rich the Kid. They're obsessed with Raycons. You might be as well. Give them a try. Raycon has a 45-day return policy, so you can make sure the pair of wireless earbuds are right for you. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are the best yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design, and a real isolating fit that just makes it so noise doesn't get in. I don't want to hear the dog bark. Unless it's something serious, I guess, but I want to hear my music. For a limited time, get 50% off your order at buyraycon.com slash morningstream. That's buyraycon, that's R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash morningstream for a special 50% discount on Raycon wireless earbuds. Make sure to check that out now while the deal's running. Buyraycon.com slash morningstream. Had to fire 13 spatial charges to drive those ships off. I expect to be compensated. Bad gay movies. We purified by our kisses are eternally healed. This is the morning stream. And we're back. Chat room's having a conversation about how the sugar beet is, uh, or Utah's known for sugar beets. That's true. That's true. In fact, we have a, there's a high school team where their mascot is a beat digger, and I'm not kidding. Yeah, ours here in uh, uh, Brush is the beat digger. Yeah, see? Brush, Colorado. Intermountain uh, uh, digging the beats. That's what we do out here. Digging the beats. Yep. Come out to the Fresh west. Beats. Come out to the Wasatch Front, <laughs> and we'll dig you some beats, yo. Exactly. Uh, nothing to do with Dre or headphones. No. Okay. Beats, digging beats by Dre. Yep, there you go. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna get jur- jury Justin, jury Justin. Uh, that's who. That's who's coming. Jury Justin. Yeah. Robert R. Young. Youngly. Youngman. Youngman. <laughs> that all sounds right. Sounds just right. Okay, let's get him in here. Let's have some fun. Talk about important stuff. 
with this. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Uh, We're okay with them. It's uh, Justin Robert Young joining us now all the way from his studio in Oakland, California. Justin, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, that's me. It's you. It's you. you. That's me. Hey. Hey, I'm on your show tonight. I'm on Night Attack tonight. I guess. Are you? I think so. I think I'm your guest or one of Man. them. I, I don't actually know how if there's more than one, but I'm there today. No, I think uh, I think that that's more than enough for me. Yeah, that's more than a meal. Yeah. in my book. It's a lot. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna be there. It'll be great. Uh, it was supposed to be last that'll week. Be, but that'll then, be super fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be good. It's been a while, so uh, we're gonna make that happen. Bryce was uh, always very nice to reach out and ask. So. I will be on there tonight. So if any of you are watching Night Attack tonight, look forward to whatever. You'll see a Scott Johnson. Gosh dang it. Yep. And you won't know what to do. <laughs> F a dog. F a dog. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're back. Uh, and that means just in time. It means, uh, well, that's a good name for your segment if it wasn't already jury duty. But anyway, it's uh, <laughs> time to talk about the state of things. So I have a couple of questions about sure. the current political sure. uh, climate that I did not warn you about. So. Enjoy this one just out of thin air. That's uh, fine. I love it. Been a lot of talk in the last week and a half or so about uh, this military stuff, whether whether Trump did or didn't, blah, 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 say all the stuff mm-hmm. he said about the military yeah. and whether yeah. he skipped uh, the trip to the, the Normandy stuff or, you know, to the to the uh, grave. The Bellu Woods, I believe. The yeah. Bellu Woods. All that junk. Um, and then, you know, people unearthing all this video of him calling John McCain a loser, which he swears he never did and stuff like that. So all of that stuff. Well, that's that's not either new or debatable, right? right <laughs> like right, that is yes. that, that is, is that is stuff that's it's so funny because after that all that happened last week, I saw people on Twitter uh, <laughs> circulating old Hillary Clinton ads from 2016 mm-hmm. uh, of Trump saying the stuff about John McCain and a veteran, a, a former POW, like crying. And people on Twitter were like, "Oh my God, how powerful!" And I was like. You know that lost, right? Like yeah. that didn't win last time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like well, I mean, like I, uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. I I mean, okay. So the reason I think the reason that people were were coming back at it hard is the series of tweets he put up that said, "Well, actually, I have it right here." Uh, it says, I was never a big fan of John McCain, disagreed with them on many things, including ridiculous endless wars and lack of success we had dealing with the VA and our great vets. But the lowering of our nation's flags and the first class funeral uh, he was given by our... Hold on. I uh, see. I never called him a loser, and I swear on whatever or whoever I was asked to swear on that I never called our great fallen soldiers anything but our heroes. So basically claim he never called him a loser, and then there's all this stuff saying where he... Well, he didn't call him a loser on the tape. Well, that's true. He uh, said that he prefers the heroes that weren't captured, or he prefers <laughs> the soldiers that weren't captured. Right. So, I mean, this is where we get into, and this is why I really didn't like that story. Right. And, and that, I, I haven't liked uh, uh, the stuff that's kind of come after it, because most right. of the stuff that's come after it has been confirming things that we know. Yeah. We know that he said that about John McCain. He said it on tape, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, we yeah. know that he's had fights with these generals because these generals, some of these generals have come out and put their names on it. Yeah. So it's like uh, a lot of this stuff is is known, right? That story became a story because of the lead. And the lead was that he didn't want to go 
to memorialize the anniversary of World War One at a sacred site for the Marines, the U.S. Marine Corps, because he thought the people that died there were losers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you've got somebody's name on that, that's a month-long story. Yeah. That person goes all around the horn. They do all the interviews. They, I'm sure we get the kickback of why he hates Trump, blah, 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 blah. But that, fine, cool. Person's name is on it. They're going to go out and talk about it. Yeah. Donald Trump's going to say that he's a liar. It's not like we haven't run that story a million times, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but at least we have an, an, an uh, 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 Alicia Machado or whatever like we did last year. Who was That was the Miss Universe that he uh, allegedly called Miss Piggy and said she was fat and stuff like that. And, yeah. and you know, she had her name on it. Right. She was out there. We went around the horn with it. Everything else is is kind of reheating old news. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't disqualify him from being president. If that disqualifies everything he said, I mean, I guess here's my larger meta point. Do we really need more access to Donald Trump's thoughts? Like, has he not provided us enough access to his innermost thoughts at all times yeah. that we need to have that, that journalistically we need the justification that, oh, my God, this information is so important. We need to go with four anonymous sources. Well, if you get like, if you get a bunch of anonymous sources that say uh, my original question, I'll still get to because it was more about whether this hurts his hurts the, his chance or whether or not the military vote makes any big difference or not. You may have answered that already by saying they, you know, th they played this card in 2016 and lost. So maybe maybe it doesn't have the effect that I think it has, but or that I'm wondering if it has. But uh, aside from that, though, if you're a reporter and four yeah. credible sources come to you that are also you end up having everybody including Fox News corroborate those sources not that stuff not the four source not not the big thing that actually made it news right but is nobody has gotten corroboration on that oh i thought the no why do fox you... news got corroboration on that he didn't like john mccain uh and and other stuff that was deeper into the story but nobody has corroborated that he that he said that they were losers. In fact, people have come out and said that he, they were with them the entire time and he didn't say that. Okay, so there's also like uh, FOIA stuff that says that there was reduced vis visibility and that's why they didn't make the trip. Well, sure. But um, but what I'm asking is if you're if you're a reporter and you get this from whatever your sources are. What, what do you do? I mean, you've actually you went to school for this. So what do you do? Yeah. Do you sit on you it? You wait until you get somebody on the record. Like you like the, the, the idea that four sources, four unnamed sources is something that you go to print with is w the national standard on that, specifically when it comes to politics, uh, has slid very far from some of our highest what used to be kind of the places that everybody in journalism looked to like the New York Times and the Washington Post. They're so much more comfortable running with anonymous sources than they have been in the past. And largely it's because Donald Trump moves newspapers. Donald Trump sells subscriptions. Donald Trump drives ratings. Donald Trump, uh, uh, you know, is is a big, uh, a big source of fascination for people around the world, not just in the country and beyond party lines. People that want to know about him really want to know about him. People that loathe him want to know every reason that they can... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, understand why he's the worst person on the planet. And so we have journalism that uh, fills in those cracks. 
the difference is that to me, anonymous sources, let's remove it from this particular instance. All right? right. All right. Anonymous sources are black magic. If I'm going to put it in a fantasy perspective for the TMS audience. <laughs> all right. They all right? love their fantasy here. So, yes. We <laughs> all love fantasy. We can gather. Let's all fluff our neck beards as I make this fantasy <laughs> analogy. All right. All right. Black magic is dangerous, not because it's not effective, but because it taps into something for which might be corruptive. Mm. Right. That's the idea. The fantasy hallmark of black magic as opposed to white magic white magic is on some level uh bound with the earth or whatever espers we are in our fantasy world black magic is on some level corruptive and yet in every fantasy story that deals with this kind of stuff at some point the hero is uh pushed to justify the use of black magic yeah and that's to me what anonymous sources are you can only use it so often because every time that you use something like what we saw with the atlantic then you are eroding the faith. You are taking a mortgage out on your uh, your outlet's faith from your readership. Now, Donald Trump provides a lot of cover on stuff like this because people hate him. And if you are primarily writing for people that hate him, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care that, that maybe it's not true because they've seen enough for the last four to five years to say, of course it's true. Yeah, We don't really care that you prove it. We really care that you wrote it. We really care that we can talk about it. Yeah. And what we really hope, beyond the journalism element, people don't really care about that. They really hope it hurts them politically. Yeah. Right. And that's my and big question. Is it going to? Do you think, no. you think it's not moving the no. needle at all? Okay. Hell no. Won't yeah. change the mind of the people who love him. Won't well, of change course the not. mind of the people who hate him. Of yeah. course not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like if, if you, okay, I don't like to blanket things, but if you're all in, you're all in. If you're all out, you're all out. Those two groups, there's no, there's no fiddling around there. Mm -hmm. I, well, beyond I guess, that, this I, is a very dialed in story. It doesn't really affect anybody. The reason like anonymous sources to me should bring you to other stuff that you can verify. Hmm. An anonymous source should say, hey, go uh, look uh, at this Dropbox thing. And here's a bunch of indecipherable numbers. And the anonymous source says, hey, by the way, line 24 is what the government spent on contractors and line 57 shows that the contractor was the vice president. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what, so now you have an anonymous source that's bringing you something that now you can then go verify and prove elsewhere, mm. or it is bringing you context to something that doesn't exist or, and this exists in politics as well. Very tawdry, very gossipy stuff. Like this happens in campaigns all the time. You very rarely get people on the record because you, you can't, talk in public when you're on a campaign right so you hear campaigns backbite and say oh our national director's an idiot and we should be spending more in nebraska and we're spending in maine and blah 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 that's fine to me because it's it's gossipy stuff it's effectively a slam book like in high school and if you're really dialed into politics like i'm really dialed into politics then that on some level gives me an illumination of the mood within this organization mm. but for something like this where a we know he's got 
a Donald Trump has a a a, a fly by night relationship with America's military. Yeah. Uh, uh, we know that he has fights with the generals, and we know, or at least I would assume, I am making an assumption here that if I were on a road trip with Donald Trump, he would be a fussy little bitch bot, <laughs> like uh, maybe about three hours in. Yeah. Like you just know the kind of people that would be terrible road trip people. So I, I could imagine that on a, a intercontinental trip where the everything is back to back to back to back to back because you have five other ne- world leaders there that he was probably in a horrifyingly terrible mood. And he doesn't seem like the guy that would hold his tongue when he's in a mood like that. Yeah. So uh, uh, none of it seemed particularly odd to me. The news seemed old. And I don't think it's really going to move the needle because there's nowhere else to go with it. If you don't have the names and you don't have the, and those names don't become people that then keep talking about it, then it's something that like it is now it was in and out of the news in 48 hours. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, it got me to thinking about the access Hollywood stuff. Um, when that happened, it feels like in any other era, that would have been it. That's it. We're done. Uh, yeah. A candidate camp say all that stuff on Mike and then wall. I thought it was, I thought it was a wrap too. Yeah, Yeah. I did as well. A lot of people did. And, uh, that wasn't enough. (laughs) And, you know, it wasn't enough. Uh, There've been a a number of that wasn't enough moments. And this particular one just hidden in the shroud of these people are all anonymous. Uh, this was, yeah, this was, I think a particularly weak one. Yeah. In my opinion. But boy, did it take over the freaking world for, I mean, this is all anybody was talking about for, including him. I mean, that's just, Mm -hmm. This is all they were yeah. would defend and all they would talk about. And I, you know, some people go, well, it's just a distraction from all the other things going on. We got COVID still. We got the, you got protests left, left and right. And, you know, all this stuff. And this is just a distraction. And both sides can I, claim I that. I don't think, I don't think that strategically you are going to win the election proving that Donald Trump's a bad man. Mm. I don't think that it didn't work in 2016 when he was I think in in a harder position to win because we'd never as a nation elected somebody without experience before so is it right Um, now is the trick now is just to motivate the existing or potential electorate electorate that would already know what side they're going to be on to make sure they vote like that's all you're really going after anymore because you're not going to get there aren't a lot of undecideds and there aren't a lot of people who are on one side that'll flip to the other you know, you hear stories, anecdotal stories of somebody. Well, I voted for Trump in 2016, I mean, the, the, but not the, now. The, the Democrats, the Democrats sure hope so. That's why they gave John Kasich, the former Republican governor of Ohio, more time than AOC. Yeah. So they certainly hope they gave Colin Powell more time than AOC. Uh, uh, you know, these are people that are bedrock Republicans. Colin Powell helped engineer the Iraq war. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I I think they hope they hope that there are a lot of disaffected never Trumpers for whom, uh, uh, you know, have voted Republican their entire life and now will enthusiastically vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. God, can I tell you about it? They want they want a lot of Scott Johnson. <laughs> they want they want Scott Johnson's out the was. Let's get him going. Uh, did I tell you my I had a, a Romney dream last night. This is I would save this for now. <laughs> This is true. I did. Uh-huh. In, in my dream, we were, it all, it all had, well, in the dream anyway, everything had flipped to the perspective of we are finishing Mitt Romney's second term in November. 
Okay. And two fresh new candidates, non-incumbents, are running. And neither of them were Donald Trump. But it was a weird dream because in the dream, everything felt like, oh, we're just finishing this current dude's eight years, which that would be true yep. if he won in 08, right? Or no, won in uh, 12. 12, yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and it was like a dead heat between the new people, but everybody was feeling okay because... Um, in my dream, again, a dream, yep. all right? So I'm not dream. I'm not ascribing this to reality, but dream. in my dream, Romney did a, did a better job nationally leading us through coronavirus slash COVID-19. And yep. and it was, uh, that stuff felt better and things were a little bit more uh, on an even keel, economically speaking. We were kind of making it through the storm. It wasn't great, but it wasn't as bad as it's, as, as it's gotten. And uh, other things like responses... Uh, in the dream specifically, there was like this feeling of like, we don't want Katrina to be, we never want to do Katrina again. We never want to have that, that smudge on our record. So there was like all this extra stuff going on with fires and everything. It was a weird dream because it wasn't like my normal dreams where everyone's got three eyes and, you know, speaks in a language no one's heard. Like I always have weird dreams. This was like, no, here's normal life with just a different timeline where, a different result happened in 2012, and now we're just finishing out this two these two terms, which is kind of typical for an incumbent to have two terms. It's more rare to have them just do one, and blah blah yep. blah. And it was so different. Uh, so you're back. You're back in the warm <laughs> bosom of Nick. No, no, because I know you've you've had you have a love hate relationship. I do. You know, your your junk brushing moments, and uh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, you were very very mad at mittens for a while. <laughs> I was right? mad. I was mad. And then, you I, were mad and then at, I was you were a, mad at mittens, but now, uh, now are you back? Are I mean, you back not, in the warm I'm embrace not, of mittens? I'm not anything. I'm kind of. In fact, I don't even know what's going on with. I don't know what's going on with Romney right now. Like, I don't, is he saying things? I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I actually thought of him yesterday because there was a report that came out that the Trump campaign spent one hundred and ten thousand dollars on yonder bags. Oh these yeah, are, <laughs> these are things that. that uh uh, you know, Dave Chappelle uses and uh you know, some concerts use where basically you have to put your phone in a oh, bag and they check it gotcha. for you. And then comedy, they there give are comedy it clubs here that do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, they sent that or they, they, that was disclosed that they had spent $110,000. And I'm like, finally something that Mitt Romney would agree with Trump on because <laughs> like that dude definitely got sank because some dude, some bartender decided to record him, uh, talking about how, uh, people weren't going to vote for him because they were on welfare. Yeah. Yeah, that was that that dinged him pretty bad. Well, see, that's my. But did it because that's what I'm saying. Did that ding him? Can you say to that? Oh, can you look he at ran that situation? A bad campaign. Okay, so you don't think that turned the vote or moved the needle for him? He was just it, it's already. Yes, it's yes. It's yes and no. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, did you throw the interception because you couldn't get any offense going and you were pressing and you were and you eventually did something went wrong like mm. or did you lose because you couldn't score any points right 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 uh the problem with mitt is kind of the same problem with uh john kerry and we will see if it will be a problem with joe biden the campaign was all about the other guy yeah. It was all about how bad the other guy was doing. The other guy was doing terrible. The other guy is the worst. The other guy is awful. Can you believe that there's another guy in office? We should put me. And there was very little about me. Uh, uh, Mitt Romney kept running away from his story. 
he kept running away from his faith. He, he kept running away from his wealth. He kept yeah. running away from anything but like kind of superfluous references to his family. And despite the fact that Mitt Romney does have a very interesting story and he comes from a very interesting heritage, uh, there was not a lot about that. Yeah. He he felt that that was a liability, and I think that that ultimately hurt him. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, similarly, I, I think, could stand to tell us more about why him now. Yeah. Um, it's, but it's, we'll it's... see whether or not that uh, that matters because uh, comparatively. Uh, Mitt Romney was never really running ahead of Obama and uh, Biden is running eight to 10 points ahead of uh, Trump. Yeah. I mean, we'll see exactly how much people believe in, in the polls comparatively between 2012 and uh, 2020, but them's the facts. It'd be a good, it'd be good if, I don't know. It seems like everybody, if they want to compete in this, they need to, well, I say everybody it's down to two, um, Mm-hmm. But they need to do as much <laughs> as much about make it about themselves as much as they make it about their opponent, because that's what Trump does mm-hmm. and does yes. naturally. He's not like it's not because it's not a skill. He's like, oh, I'm so strategy. good at the skill. Right, he just yeah. does it where he's it's all about him and how terrible <laughs> everyone that opposes him is. So he's doing both things. narcissism. Yeah. He's <laughs> well, but but look, it's. You know, people on the right called Obama a narcissist because all he did was talk about himself and and Bill Clinton, a narcissist and Ronald Reagan, a narcissist. But uh, what what is consistent? They told a story people could believe in. And they all won. Whether or not. And they're winners. Right. Yeah. What is consistent mm-hmm. about it? Yeah. What is consistent about a winning campaign? You're telling a narrative that people can buy into. Yeah. And for Donald Trump, the thing that electrified his base in 2016 uh, that made him a good matchup against Hillary Clinton is that incumbent in Hillary Clinton's message was, hey, everyone did great during Obama, right? Yeah. We're in a utopia. What an amazing world we live in. Thanks to eight years of Obama. Well, get ready for it to be even better. And Donald Trump uh, and Bernie Sanders, for, for that matter, uh, were alike in that they said, no, we don't think that it was great under Obama. Yeah. We think that uh, the poor got poorer. We think that people are uh, uh, being left behind. Now, they had very different solutions for why that was happening and how they could fix mm-hmm. it. But that was something that uh, was electrifying. Now, Biden, by and large, is running on, hey, remember how great Obama was? <laughs> uh, I'll bring back Obama. Yeah. And... Uh, now, will that hit different four years after Trump in the White House? Maybe. I certainly think that there is an anecdotal uh, thing that, that is going on where people are like, I would like to forget about the fact that we have a president at some point over the next four years. Mm-hmm. That has proven to be impossible with Donald Trump in the White House. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows? Who knows on uh, on Election Day? Yeah, we don't know. I don't know what to think about any of this stuff at this stage. It's such a weird stage because we're, what, 60 days out or whatever it is. It's not much. Less than that, 57. Yeah, 57, 57 days. Yeah. Or 56 maybe today. So we got, you know, upcoming debates. I assume that's all still on, right? We're doing that? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. In fact, uh, on my channel, on Mondays, we've been watching old debates. 
Oh, old uh we've been watching uh uh two weeks ago we watched the first ever debate the kick the nixon kennedy debate yeah. um we watched uh perot bush clinton last night uh and next week we'll watch bush gore one and then for the final two weeks leading up to the debates we will watch uh biden palin and uh uh we will watch trump clinton Oof. I don't know which Trump Clinton we're going to watch. I think we might watch Trump Clinton too. Cause then, cause that was the one right after the, the grab them tape. Oh yeah. yeah. Which, which uh, one is all the, uh, the great faces by uh, Trump while she's, while uh, Hillary is talking. That's about. one in three because he's at the podium. Yeah. But oh, yeah. uh, two is was, the one where they're the walking, walking around. Yeah. 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 Around. Right. City hall. Or, uh, uh, right. The town hall. Town thing. hall version. Right. That might also be Ken Bone. Now that I think about it. That oh, might be the Ken, Ken Bone, Bone red shirt. Uh... Yeah. The Ken Bone <laughs> debate. Uh, don't search his Reddit mentions. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I you know what? Everything you mentioned there sounds like a, a hard watch. But knowing that you're hosting it sounds like it might actually be fun. So people should be checking that out. And um, oh, it was it was great yesterday. Perot um, Perot ages well. Yeah. <laughs> Perot Perot ages really well, Uh, uh, way more than I thought. He also was way more of a technocrat than I remember, Mm. because I think people tend to think, oh, Ross Perot, like when I think about the ripples of Ross Perot, I think Ron Paul, who is an ideologue, I think um, Trump, who obviously is more of a kind of naked populist, but... uh, there was a lot of like Andrew Yang yeah. in Ross Perot. Yeah, his, there was his there was whole a background. Lot of, that's where he made his millions. His billions was in tech, and he did. He had ideas. Well, beyond like, yeah, beyond that, that he he really hammers. And it was the thing that in '92 he's way ahead of the uh, way ahead of the curve. That like he's like, well, look, we're in a massive manufacturing shift. True. Yeah. Uh, th- there was a Bush e- economist that says, well, we don't care in America if we're making potato chips or microchips. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ross Perot, who, by the way, helped found Next with Steve Jobs or gave oh, wow. Steve Jobs the money for Next. Yeah. There would be no Pixar without Ross Perot. That's right. Um, he wow. was a salesman at IBM before he realized, oh, no, wait, he could do it himself. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's how we wound up making his money. But so he was very tech forward. Uh, and, and even uh, some of his foreign policy stuff. I put up a, a clip on my Twitter where he mentions how much we need to support Russia and nurture the newly un Soviet uh, blocked Russia and their countries. Uh, because if we don't, there are some old boys in the KGB that'll be very happy to take it right oh, where man. it came from. And it's like, what little uh, on the nose. Yeah. Oh, Rossi. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. See, this is great. You're only going to get this through this uh, this process, or it's, this is a great way to do it anyway, instead of hunting it down yourself. Uh, when can people catch this stuff, and what else do you want them looking at before we see you next? So twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young is where you go, not only uh, including right after the morning stream, four days a week, I'm talking politics, whatever the hell you guys want to talk about is what we will talk about. Uh, but then also on Monday nights, that is 8 o'clock Eastern time, we do debate prep. Bush versus Gore. We're putting it in a lockbox. We're getting our size ready. We won't forget Poland because it is Bush Gore. 
uh, next week. And then uh, I got an announcement. Oh, guys. What's that? All right. What is it? Raise the Dead Season 2. Raise the Dead Season 2 will be out the first week of October. Yeah. And uh, it is all about 1964. 1964. So a direct sequel to the first season. If you have uh, not heard the first season, go subscribe and download all of it. It is available for you right now. You can also go on Audible and get the full complete series with one bonus episode as well. Um, But I'm super thrilled. This is going to be a shorter season. It's three episodes, but uh, I think it's the best stuff that I have ever created. And uh, uh, spoiler alert, one of the main characters dies in the first 10 minutes. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) That's intense. And since it's all historical, I mean, gosh, I wonder who it could be. Uh, anyway, who make could sh- it be? <laughs> who could it be? Make sure you check it out. Season two shaping up nice. Uh, we're pretty excited about it here. It's Justin Robert Young. Everybody, Justin R. Young on Twitter. And tonight, Night Attack. I'll be on there as well. Justin, we'll yep. see you then. Bye now. See you, the folks. jury will now retire. Bye. Oh, nicely done. Nicely well, done. I had to time it, Brian. I had to time it. Yes. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, yesterday was Monday. We had a holiday, so we didn't do a show. But we did have a mashup. We just didn't play it. Okay. Right. So now it was Monday. We're yeah. not, we weren't here. No, we weren't here. Yeah. So we're going to play it now. This is it. Uh, today's Monday number two. And you're going to hear this one called Don't Eat That Yogurt, which is pretty good <laughs> advice no matter where you live. By the way, I live sort of near a Dannon plant. You have to, I have to drive out oh, a ways boy. to see it. But uh-huh. you get within a block of that place. Oh, that place stink. Oh, my gosh. What are they doing at the Dana plant? <laughs> it's all bacteria, man. It's, oh, all... it's like a diaper just laid out and, and, and just emanating in the sun. It's so bad. But oh, it's God. only it oh, doesn't God. it doesn't go through the whole valley. It's just like right you have to be like within a block or two and then you get it. Outside of that, you're fine. But whoo boy. They don't <laughs> keep the they definitely keep the fruit on the bottom there, if you know what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Here's today's mashup. Enjoy it. Here you go. Seeing you is easy because you're beautiful. Dootin' dootin' doo doo. Oh, hit that, hit that high one. Come on, close it. Ah! (laughs) Char of warm pee. (laughs) Throw me at Black Manta. (laughs) Throw me at Bizarro. Yeah, or yeah, Bizarro would hate it. don't like warm pee in face. No, he actually would say, me love warm pee in face. (laughs) Yeah, because he's the opposite. (laughs) Me like cold pee in face. Well, it depends on... (laughs) Me prefer cold pee. Yeah. If me being honest... I prefer me like cold pee better than warm pee. It's just like this <laughs> twisted spaghetti turd. Uh, it's an attempt hey to man, find. <laughs> you hungry for peanuts? I'm really hungry for peanuts. <laughs> what, if, what if this rope around my one leg isn't actually keeping us here? <laughs> what if we could go anytime we wanted, man? We should just rampage through the Warsaw Zoo, dude. What's that thing that they always say about elephants? I oh, wish I could remember. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not sorry for being so awesome. Uh, everything here's made out of shit. But also the co-star <laughs> with Jamie Lee Curtis of, oh, what was the name of that show? Oh, it was such a good show. I forgot about that. Yeah. What was that uh, called? This Life is Mine. Was that uh, it? My yeah. Life with uh, You. 
Your life is here no, with me. Uh, what? Uh, don't eat that yogurt. We're what was it called? <laughs> Anything but love. That's right. <laughs> don't eat that but how does that taste? Like, what are you doing? Like shit. Like three hundred and fifty dollars worth of shit. Yeah, or, or uh, pervy. What's his name? You know, doing pervy things. Oh yeah, uh, uh, the broccoli. Broccoli. Pervy, <laughs> per- pervy broccoli. Yes. <laughs> Irvy Broccoli. Get that title in now. You might be today's winner. <laughs> Paul Reiser. What about what about me? No. What about love? What's that show called? Love. love? Mad about you. Mad about you. <laughs> I like what about. What me. about anything but love? But don't eat that yogurt. Yeah. What was the uh, what's the Reese Witherspoon uh, deal? Lawyer deal. Oh, the movies that she does. Uh, uh, barely legal. I think. <laughs> Isn't that it? Oh no, Legally Blonde. <laughs> Oh, you just you just made the show right there. We could actually stop right now and really, still get an Emmy for this episode. Honestly, and I'll be honest here, my brain thought that I was saying the right thing. I really did. <laughs> I thought that oh was it. Gosh. I forgot about that. That was just last week. <laughs> Barely legal. Feels like five Sorry, minutes ago. Uh, all right. Well, that was great. Thanks, Jamie, and thank you for your patience in us playing that. Now this. Fan service! Uh, we like to give fan service here and there uh, during COVID times. It's a little thing we do. It's a nice little service to people. We got this one from Unsolved Mysteries Solved does dot buzzsprout.com. I'll get to that again in a, in a minute. Do you like mysteries? Hate that they regularly go unsolved and love to laugh at stupid jokes? Well, this is the podcast you want to listen to. No, it's not TMS. It's this other one. Chad Kimmons and Cassandra Cherry, two truth finders who hold PhDs in solving unsolved mysteries, bring you a new unexplained or unsolved mystery every week. And when we're done giving you the facts, they solve that sucker. Everything from the colony of Roanoke to the Ark of the Covenant. Don't look at it. Marion, close your eyes, Marion. Anyway, every mystery is solved with logic and reason, like how the Oregon Vortex is clearly a portal to another dimension, or D.B. Cooper's disappearance into the Washington forest to become Bigfoot. Unsolved Mysteries Solved, the only podcast where we bring you the truth without all the BS. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your shows. That's Unsolved Mysteries Solved.buzzsprout.com. Well done. It's a good it's a good time there at the Buzzsprout. Thanks. Solid read. Uh, also, uh, we got a mug reminder, and that is to remind you that we have 2,000 episodes coming up. Uh, we will be hitting that landmark in no time at all. It's 1985 right now, so yeah. just do the math yourself. That's that's pretty quick. And uh, Three weeks. We'll do the math for you. Three weeks. That's right. You can get the commemorative 2,000-episode TMS mug now uh, on the uh, store, uh, and it's going quick. I think we're almost done with the first run, and I don't know how the second run's going to go, so you want to get on that fast. That's at uh, frogpants.com slash store. It has our uh, big uh, 2,000-episode reminder TMS thing on the front. And on the back, it says, I can definitely see why you like it, as a quote. Love it. So. I love the, the fact that we're finally getting that. We've got to get a mug out to the woman who originated that phrase, just oh, so 100%. she have some sort of idea that she helped start this landslide. Exactly. If we ever do anything with bees, same thing. we got to get that. Right, to, right. Yeah, the 2,500 will be, I don't like bees. Yep, there you go. So if you actually, if you're the husband that sent us that video in the first place, we'd love it if your wife got one of these mugs. Get in touch with me, and we'll make sure she gets hooked up. Okay, that's it. That's all we got. Patreon, okay. Patreon.com/slash/tms is how you support the show. Please do. You got a PM last weekend. You got a play date on Saturday, and uh, Friday you'll get another PM. It's just all this bonus content. You can't get any other way. That's Patreon. Dot com slash TMS for everything else. Frogpants.com slash TMS. Play a song because it's time. Okay. 
You, if you insist, I'll do it. Just okay. for you, though. Just, just this once. Just Thanks. for you. Thanks. Uh, this request comes in from Super No Hassle Natalia friend. I thought I saw Talia in the uh, chat room earlier. I hope she's still there. Mm. Um, this is great because I just finished this series last week. It um, ended on a cliffhanger uh, for season two, but can't wait to see what happens hopefully with season three. And um, really enjoyed this. Uh, Talia says, uh, this was one of my favorite things of the entire series, and I can't wait to hear what you think of the series as well. Did I say the series is uh You did Doom not Patrol? say the name, no. But now Doom you... Patrol okay, is the go. series. Right. Features a street, uh, a sentient street and um, named Danny. And on that street uh, is where all the, the misfits and the uh, castaways and, and um, people who don't fit anywhere else in life go. Hmm. And for that, uh, a couple of the characters performed this cover of Kelly Clarkson's... Kelly Clarkson's! <laughs> people Like Us... Uh, Matt Bomer and Alan Mingo Jr. Here it is from the soundtrack to Doom Patrol from last year. Here is People Like Us. See you guys tomorrow. We come into this world unknown. But know that we are not alone. They try to knock us down. But change is coming. It's our time now. Hey, everybody loses it.
Of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Do Google and.